We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. We've got Tiffany producing today. But guys, I have some great news. That is a season wrap on the Giants. But ooh, this finale against the Giants was so good. Rockies won the series. So of course, we'll get into that. We'll break that all down in just a moment. We have updates on Kyle Freeland. We're going to hear from him about his injury, that right oblique strain. Uh, we're going to talk about all the fun stuff we saw at Coors Field. It was Bark in the Park. It was really the, the big news was the Rockies won a bunch of games, and it was really fun. Um, uh, and, uh, of course, including today's game where they – we saw like a 13-run inning. One inning, 13 runs across both teams. It was pretty fun. It was pretty wild. That's Coors, baby. That's Coors. That is the Coors field effect. But yeah, let's start off. uh, Speaking of weird, Friday was such a weird game. We're going to breeze through this weekend right now. Friday was such a weird game. Chase Anderson was throwing a no-hitter through seven innings, and then they took him out. They took him out. Um, uh, So the Rockies had a combined no-hitter going into the eighth. I'm so glad they didn't hit a combined – or they didn't throw a combined no-hitter. I hate combined no-hitters. Like, that's my hill that I die on. I just, I'm like, that's good pitching. That is good team pitching. But I don't think that that is even close to as cool as an actual no-hitter. And I don't think it deserves to use the same verbiage. Verbiage. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> I hate a combined no-hitter. Um, uh, but I, I will say Friday. Friday was the day that I was on a freaking plane during the game because I was stuck in Philly. I was just telling Tiffany this before the show started. It, I will never again take for granted being in this studio and having my laptop available because I just had to totally free ball the whole show on Friday. It was terrible. I mean, it was a fine show, but like it felt terrible. This feels good. This feels good being back. Uh, but yeah, Rockies won Friday night, Saturday. Saturday, we had such a busy day. It was a doubleheader to, of course, make up for Thursday's game that was postponed. Um and it was a little, a little bullpen day. Suter versus Giants starter 
with the last name Wynn. What is his first name? Doesn't matter because Austin Wins is the only win that matters to me. Um, it was a nine to five win over the Giants. Rockies had a bullpen game. That's why Brent Suter started. Um, and we had Diaz catching. So like kind of like saw a little bit of everyone Saturday morning, morning. The first game that started at 1210 was so fun because it was bark in the park. It was bark in the park. All the doggies came out. You have to wonder. So bark in the park was supposed to be Thursday night. The game got rained out. I wasn't there to see what the weather was like, but you have to imagine they called that game early. So the park wouldn't smell like wet dog. <laughs> I hear that's a bad smell. Let's talk about game two. Game two, things got really juicy too. First of all, the Blake Street Bombers came back to visit. Um, and we even saw them throw out first pitches. Lucas Gilbreth and Ty Block caught two of those first pitches. Um, Gilly caught Vinny Castilla. Ty Block caught Alice Burks, respectively. So, like, whenever, you know, we see these our Colorado guys interacting with sports legends. You know, I always love to ask them like, Oh, what was that like? Was it cool? But like for both of them, like Ty block was saying, yeah, like I, I know Alice, like, you know, worked with him when I was in the giants organization, like we're pretty close. And then Lucas Gilbreth caught Vinny and like, we see Vinny every day. He's like, no, no, no. I picked him though. Cause I knew he would throw a strike. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how those other guys throw. He's like, but I know Vinny can throw a strike. It's like, that is, that's actually pretty funny. So it seemed like they had a good time, but okay. Saturday night, this was when things kind of went down though. So Kyle Freeland only lasts three innings, which is very un-Kyle Freeland like. So he noticed some pain in the second inning, he told Buddy that he felt something in his back and to put the bullpen on notice. Um, so he got looked at. It was the oblique. Um, you know, all the advice was saying, like, eh, you should probably take him out. Like, it's kind of not risk and worth the risk, um, especially because obliques are so touchy. But... He uh, he was telling us last night about how he felt. And even last night, he kind of got the impression, or at least like I, I feel like we could tell that he could tell that this was probably the end of the season for him. But we're going to let you guys listen. Tiff, are we ready to play that sound? All right, here is what Kyle Freeland had to say about his injury Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, as a competitor, I want to be out there, um, regardless of you know how I'm feeling. Um, obviously, injury like this with the bleaks are very touchy, and you know if I would have kept pitching, more than likely it would have gotten worse. Um, so from the standpoint where we are at the season, um, where you know Doogie's mindset is with that and everything, um, obviously it's the right move to get me out um, and try and get me healthy. Uh, you know, throughout the rest of the season and going to the off season uh, healthy. With where we're at, with you know two weeks left, um, I don't see there being a very high chance of me coming back. Um, just like I said, obliques are very touchy, um, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in the coming days. And it's all going to depend on how I feel. Before you felt the, the tweak in your oblique, how did you feel like you were throwing, and how you felt say the last two or three starts? I felt really good. Um, you know, I had command of the zone. Um, me and Ellie were doing a good job uh, with counts and, and our pitch mix. A um, couple knocks they strung together there in the, in the second inning, but overall felt good. And, you know, kind of been rolling a little bit these past uh, few weeks in my starts. Um, 
it sucks that it kind of had to end this way. Yeah, that is the sentence that's going to stick with me. It sucks that it had to end this way, especially because he was feeling good right now. Obviously, I mean, he's our ace. Obviously, we need him, especially because so many pitchers have been injured this season. Um, sucks to hear. Yeah, it sucks that it had to end this way, Kyle. You are exactly correct. But I would much rather have Kyle Freeland go into an offseason feeling good, feeling refreshed, not working back from making some back injury worse pitching for a team that is not in contention anymore, but still giving teams that are in contention a run for their money. He also said when we were talking to him last night, like obviously your first choice is not being the playoff disrupting team, but it's still pretty fun. Like at least like these games still count for someone. And um, uh, he said the boys are locked in, which I love to hear more on that from buddy in a little bit. Because we, we're, we've talked a lot about how the boys are locked in. Before we recap Sunday's game. Sunday, not a win, but still a pretty interesting game nonetheless. Let's talk about our friends at Bet365. Because at Bet365, they do not do ordinary. They believe every sport should be absolutely epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. I feel like that's a lot of this show. Maybe some Rocky stuff is spectacular, but flying under your radar. So you're going to see for yourself just how extraordinary it is when you sign up for Bet365 today. You'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it is never ordinary to bet with Bet365. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That is... That's that's the info you need to know. But whether it's a grand slam to score four runs and win the game or a hit to center field to get on base, listen, you can bet on all of those amazing moments, those game-changing moments. This is all brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. And you know, it's never ordinary, I feel like, with Fubo either, because you are going to get the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. And you know how it is almost impossible to watch Colorado teams play in Colorado between one provider, the other. Fubo's not beefing with anyone. Fubo TV, 140 plus live channels with sports, shows, movies, news, and stuff that happens in Colorado. You can stream live TV from any device, watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price, and you can start watching immediately with their free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching, and you're going to get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included. Not an extra charge. And... Uh, not to mention, listen, we're all busy. We all travel now. Um, uh, you can watch your local teams while you're traveling. They've got college football, including Pac-12, University of Colorado. They've got NFL. We were watching the Broncos just now. That was a heartbreaker. Um, uh, 
they've got they've got it all. They've got all the all the sports, all the events, you name it, they got it. You can watch all of your favorite college football and NFL games with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR and sign up for and you're gonna get 15% off with that code using uh using that code DNVR off your first month of Fubo Pro. Sunday was full of pros. Chris Flexen was a pro. Chris Flexen didn't give up a hit till the fifth inning. You can believe Bud Black loved that. We saw, by the way, only one run over the first five innings and then 13 runs in the sixth. This game was just bonkers. It went from quiet to very loud. But Chris Flexen, he was really good, even though he got charged with the loss. He was course field good, guys. We know that there are different standards here at Coors Field, but five and one thirds innings pitched five hits, four runs, no walks, no walks. Chris Flexen, we see you and five strikeouts. I was loving watching those strikeouts, especially with this Giants lineup. But Chris Flexen, ultimately pretty good, but he was really happy with what he saw, too. So we're happy with that. But yeah, the lineup was a little different. Uh, Rymack got the day off. Alan Trejo was at third. We had the three rookie outfielders, Jones, Doyle, and Hunter Goodman together in the outfield. It was a great view of what the future for the Rockies will look like. Um, and we'll get into what Buddy said about them all together in just a second. We had Austin Wins catching. No Chris Bryant starting. Chris Bryant came in and pinch hit at the end. So that was pretty fun. Um, uh, the fifth and sixth inning, this is where things got crazy. The temperature really turned up and the bell, the ball started flying. The bat started swinging. Mitch Hanniger two he had two RBI doubles in back-to-back innings, the fifth and the sixth. Also the sixth, the top of the sixth, what a nightmare for the Rockies. That was, that was the, uh, eight run inning pretty rough stuff or a seven run inning it's hard to keep track um uh, two pitching changes for the Rockies it was eight runs my apologies um only one home run in all of that though but the Rockies came back went into that inning down nine nothing um uh, the Rockies they answered some runs uh Hunter Goodman had his first career home run Huge milestone for this top prospect of ours. And uh, we talked to Buddy after the game, of course, and he said this dude just has power and his numbers in the minors, absolutely not a fluke. But here is what Hunter Goodman had to say about the moment he hit his first major league home run. He's throwing good all day, living at the top of the zone, good fastball, good extension, kind of gets on you a little bit. Um at the top and got to a one two one two count and he threw one down it's a little easier to get to when it's down and uh, put a good swing on it what what were your emotions when you were running the bases um well when i first hit it it came off and i thought it was a little low so i thought it was in the gap for for a double or something like that so uh i was just hustling out of the box and then it went out and i, I got pretty excited <laughs> No, knowing Power's been your minor league calling card, how yeah. good did it feel to finally get the first one here? Yeah, I think I think it was good to finally get the first one. I mean, as much as you you want to say that it's, it doesn't it doesn't wear on you or you're not thinking about it, it's always in the back of your mind. You're like, when's it going to happen or something like that. 
All right. Check that off your 2023 bucket list. Hunter Goodman, you got your first career home run. Interesting to hear. It's it's just interesting to hear these guys say like, yeah, like this is something I think about, even though he's hit so many home runs in his career. The first major league one. That is the one that sticks with you forever. Bretton Doyle. Bretton Doyle had a three run homer. Just a few moments after Hunter Goodman hit that homer, um, uh, th- it was it was a three-run one, you know? But Alan Trejo had reached on a fielder's choice before that. Pretty lucky stuff. But um, Doyle, too. Buddy said this about Doyle. He has power. He just has to work on those mechanics, which is something that we see so often. Like, he does have power. He's so freaking fast, it's crazy. So... You know, he's going to have some work this offseason. He's going to have some work at spring training. But yeah, this is a game, though. This Sunday game, this is where we saw the Rockies down 9-0. to zero, And they finished 11-10. to 10. That comeback in the ninth was just absolutely insane. I mean, my gosh, we had so many pinch hitters. I'm going to pull up my, my score sheet right now. Can you hear it? Paper. I have paper. Uh, Castro came in and pinch hit. Um, oh, my gosh. And also... Uh, Brendan Rogers hit by a pitch. That was, that was in the ninth inning. Brendan Rogers was hit in the head. So like he went down so hard and so fast. He came back up, took a very slow walk with buddy and with trainers to first base. So it, it looked really bad in that moment, but, uh, we learned after the game, it just kind of skimmed his helmet. So yeah, anytime something is coming at your head like that, very dangerous, very scary. If it was just a couple inches, it was, if it was just a couple inches off in a different spot, obviously this would have been a much different outcome. So that was very lucky, but he is doing just fine. Just fine. Um, oh my gosh, there was such a strange play at at the end of towards the end of that bottom of the ninth where Chris Bryant had a hit, but like, you know, not a, a hit. Um, uh, you know, makes contact. Uh, I don't know what it was like an act of God. It was just this like weird error from the pitcher trying to make the throw to first base and it just never made it. So Chris Bryant ends up on first base. It was literally like God himself intervened. It was just the only way to explain because it was so weird. It just made no sense. And what else did we see? Yeah, that was, that was the game game ended on, uh, uh, Charlie Blackman line out. We did hear, by the way, but he mentioned when he was walking out of our little, little presser, if they had tied it up, it would have been Jake bird pitching the, the 10th inning. And it would have been Hunter Goodman catching. Cause he was drafted as a catcher. He was developed as a catcher for a little bit until, I mean, there's a, we have a lot of catchers, but he would have, he would have been the backup catcher or would have just been the catcher for the extra innings portion of the game. Cause yeah, Diaz came in and pinch hit for Austin wins. <clears throat> Excuse me. as I clear my throat. We're going to get into some of our favorite moments of the weekend and uh, some Rockies news too. Cause we have a lot of injury updates to get into, but First, let's talk about Bacchus and Shanker, um, our favorite lawyers, because they are helping Colorado families uh, when they've been dealing with serious injuries here in Colorado. Uh, They've been doing it for a long time, more than 25 years. 
And uh, y'all know it is totally free until they win money for your case. So you can call them up. You can consult with them. They will tell you if you have a case or not. And if you do, they're going to take it on and they're not charging you a dime until they win money for you. They've won a lot of money, you guys, uh, over a billion dollars for their clients. They've got neighborhood offices all over Colorado. And Backus and Shanker is the strength and power to win your case, too, with their more than 30 lawyers and more than 100 staff. So here's what you're going to do. If you are in need of these services, you're going to call the easiest phone number in Colorado to remember 222-2222. All Tulos, a dude we did not see at any of the 30th anniversary events at Coors Field. Uh, but when you're hard at work, you think of Tulo, you think of all those twos. Call Bacchus and Shanker and find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. They just win. Um, let's talk about FOCO too. FOCO's got all the drippiest drip for football season. They've got the Broncos overalls. I will add, they have normal stuff too. Like if you're sitting there, you're like, I can't pull off Broncos overalls. They have like nice polos. I have a very cute Rockies tank top that I wear all the time. That's from FOCO. They are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merch. They've got apparel, accessories, novelty items, the bobbleheads, and they've got the overalls that everyone is just so obsessed with in this office. There are teams that bought all the FOCO overalls for their respective team. If the Rockies had overalls, I would have already bought them. There are no Rockies overalls. Um, uh, but other than that, I'm, I am just obsessed. But yeah, they've got the Hawaiian shirts, the straw hats. Oh, the straw hat's a good one, too. That was, like, so my vibe this summer. Polos, bags, you know, basically everything you need for the game. So FOCO always has our back for Colorado sports. They have yours, too. We have a code. It's DNVR. Use that promo code. You are getting 10% off all non-sale, all non-presale items. Thank you for bearing with me. Use code DNVR, 10% off. Such a great deal. Um, uh, Tiago, thank you for complimenting my voice. Uh, okay, so Tiago could not watch the game. Watching soccer. Oh, you're watching your soccer team play the National Cup Finals. Okay, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, we were all hoping for a comeback. The Rockies were in it, and that's the thing we've heard from these guys when we talked to them after you know, the losses because obviously we were coming off a pretty rough losing streak you know, up until this weekend. But these guys have just been fighting tooth and nail for these games, even though the Rockies are not in it. But it's still a group of young guys who are trying to make names for themselves, trying to, you know, learn how to be major leaguers, just figuring out the ins and outs of this because it's not easy out there. But as they're, you know, fighting tooth and nail out there every game, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, they have been saying after the game, like, we've been in these games. Like, and this game today, Sunday, was a great example of how, you know, they will fight. They will come back. And, I mean, they really had a chance today. So this was a fun game. Even though it was not a win, it was still a really fun game. I think it's a little more fun 
because they're coming off a five-game winning streak, which they, by the way, have not won five in a row all season until this weekend. Uh, perfect timing. That's why the Rockies are the ultimate playoff disruptors. They just they do this every season in September where it's like we're hobbling to the finish line. We're not in it. But my God, we're going to ruin your life if you think you're in it. Just fight us out of the 100 losses, please. They would have to go on a crazy run to avoid 100 losses. Although they did uh, chip away at the negative parts of their record. I mean, I think I did the math yesterday and they're on pace to lose 102 right now, which is an improvement because earlier this week they were on pace to lose 105. So these are these are great developments. Uh, the Rockies are at I think this is loss number ninety three. Or is this ninety two? Oh, that was ninety two. So listen, we have how many games left? We got like two weeks of games left. They would have to play better than five hundred ball to avoid a hundred losses. So it's it's very unlikely that the Rockies don't hit the 100 loss milestone. But that is not to say we cannot still be uh, happy about some wins. Let's pull up some tweets, though, because I asked some people online since this this was actually such a fun weekend. I wanted to know what people thought the highlight of the weekend was. So we got we got some feedback, a little bit of feedback. Um, Babsy. So fun, by the way. Her account's so chaotic. Uh, the drone show. The drone show was so cool. Why didn't I put in a picture in, in, into the show of the drone show? I didn't stay in the building for the drone show because um, I wanted to beat the traffic. Because fireworks games, the traffic is insane. So, like, if you're a journalist, if you're working media at Coors Field, you don't stay for the fireworks. We book it out of there. But it was so cool. They kind of like went through the history of the Rockies in this like beautiful visual drone thing. Oh, Tiff's got it. Tiff is uh, so on it. It's not even funny. Um, oh my gosh, look at this. Look at this video that Bryce posted. So, oh, it's a is it a video? Is it a GIF? Oh, it's a. It's a sped up video. This is time lapsed. Okay. That's, that's where we're going. I was like, this is a lot. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, you will see this really cool time lapse version of the drone show, which is the new kind of environmentally friendly alternative to a fireworks show. We live in a very flammable state, so I think it might be a good idea to kind of cool it on the fireworks. They did a great job with this. I loved my favorite, the uh, Hall of Fame uh, ring around uh, Larry Walker's retired number 33. That that was great. I saw that. I had a great view of that as I was pulling away from the park. And it was beautiful. It looked really cool from outside of the park, too. I have to imagine people might have been like if you're sitting in your apartment and you had no idea there was a drone show going on. You're just like, what? What is that? <laughs> um, uh, so fun. Um, Charlie had a really good slide on Friday during that really weird game that I was on a plane for. Uh, that was a highlight. Uh, Panic the Raptor. Great name. I don't get you, but like 
I get you. I see you. The young guns showing why we can have hope. That is exactly what this weekend was about. That's exactly what this last month of the season has been about. The young guns showing us what they got. And they got it. The Rockies are going to be so good not too far from now. I promise, like I, I freaking promise you guys, <laughs> let's uh, get into some actual Rockies news. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about who is going to start now that Kyle Freeland is on the 15 day IL, who is going to start these games? We still have a whole road trip in San Diego and in Chicago. Noah Davis is going to start some games. He came up today. He got called up. He was the corresponding move for Kyle Freeland going on the IL. Noah Davis also pitched two innings today, gave up nothing but two strikeouts. So he was fantastic. And uh, Bud Black liked what he saw, too. He called it a microcosm of what Noah Davis can do, bringing out the SAT words. But Noah Davis, uh, we will – got a chance to chat with him. I'll probably show you guys that convo on Tuesday's show. Maybe he'll be starting on Tuesday. Who knows? He'll be in the mix at some point. He said – Buddy did say that Noah Davis would get a couple of starts here at the end of the season. This weekend we also saw – we saw the Blaze Street Bombers come to town – that was so cool. Just getting to, you know, talk to them, ask them questions, meet them. So freaking cool. We'll have more content on that too, but there's just, there's only so much you can do in a weekend. Uh, Patrick did write a great story though. That's up on the DNVR.com. They, I loved what they had to say about the new rules. I love asking old timers about new things happening at the place where they used to work. Which is exactly what this is. Um, so, yeah, that's up on the DNVR.com right now. We'll have some video coming out for you guys at some point this week, too. Let's uh, circle back to the injuries. There were some weird ones this week. Uh, Peter Lambert's on the IL now. Justin Lawrence. Oh, my gosh. Tiff, please pull up the screenshot of Justin Lawrence. So this happened on Friday. As you can see, his foot and ankle are moving in a way that it was, they are not supposed to go that way, you guys. So uh, Justin himself tweeted this screenshot, okay? So, I mean, obviously, like, he's going to be the first to, like, kind of, like, laugh at himself. Although, like, this isn't funny. Like, I'm not laughing. I'm glad he is amused by this in some capacity. But he said uh, he's fine. He just kind of rolled it a little bit. But he said... Yeah, Justin Lawrence is fine. Kind of dodged a little bullet there. Um, but they did avoid using him today. He's he's resting in a little bit. But Buddy said he is fine. Brendan Rogers, also fine. Daniel Bard. Buddy said today Daniel Bard is closer to coming back than we think. He loves saying that whenever like someone's like kind of getting better, he'll be like they're closer than you think. I'm like, okay. So Daniel Bard, apparently there's a chance we could see him again before the season ends. Victor Vodnik, who pitched on Saturday, he got hit on the calf by a comebacker. He's doing fine too. They avoided using him Sunday as well, but he will be just fine. He'll be back. We, it was it was some very strange stuff this weekend. Um, uh, all right. Let's see what we got in the comments here. 
Freeland, Marquez, Senza, Gomber, Feltner, Davis. Is 2024 our greatest rotation ever? Literally, I thought the comment you were going to say was, is uh, this the greatest rotation to be entirely on the IL? Because <laughs> everyone but Davis right now is on the IL. And even Davis was on the IL. Davis was one of the, like when we lost five starters in a span of three weeks, Davis was one of those guys. He was starting earlier this season. But, you know, he went down to Albuquerque, worked on some stuff. He's coming back better than ever. We got two great innings out of him. That was so fun. So fun. Let's move on to some baseball headlines. And uh, another guy who is out for the season, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is officially just done for this season. But people were freaking out online because his locker was cleaned out this weekend. Apparently, they thought that he might have time to get a procedure. So they just, they cleaned out his locker, but he'll still be around. The angel said he'll still be around. Um, and this is some really scary news. Charlie Manuel had a stroke. Um, he was the, he's very famous for being the Phillies manager. Uh, they were the ones who put out the statement about his health. He was going under, he was undergoing a medical procedure in Florida when he suffered a stroke, physicians were able to remove the blood clot. And that initial post that they put out had said, you know, the first 24 hours when something like this happens are so crucial. We do have an update. Apparently doctors are encouraged by his progress. So that's really good. But he's a great baseball guy. He's 79 years old. He's getting up there. Uh, but the Phillies had a great run with him, including a World Series championship in 08. So... Uh, I'm I'm wishing Charlie Manuel all the best, all the best. Postseason is full of all of the best scenarios. We're going to get into some of those scenarios in just a second. But first, mm, I do wish I was crunching down on some illegal peats. I have been hitting the reverse nachos so hard this week. I have ordered them multiple times like a goddamn sociopath. Uh, but yes, this episode, of course, brought to you by illegal peats. Probably what I'm going to get for dinner now that I'm talking about it. They've got handmade mission style burritos. They've got bowls. They've got tacos. And the best part, the part that we love as locals, they are crafted with responsibly sourced high quality ingredients and they have a full freaking bar. You can get Marks, you can get all the local craft beers you want at every location and they've got happy hour 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day, all 12 locations. That is such a long happy hour. That is so many hours. So much fun. But Illegal Peds, they are the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. So good. This is how I get sucked in. The ad reads are actually just for me. They're, tr they're actually putting those ad reads in to target me specifically <laughs> to come in and uh, buy some peeps. All right, let's talk about the National League West. What is going on out there? Because the Rockies won on Saturday night and the Dodgers won on Saturday night, the Dodgers officially are National League West champions once again. So the Rockies won, but unfortunately it was also like a little bit of a Rockies loss. Not that we were going to win the division, but still... 
but it just hurts. It just hurts that they keep winning it. Um, this is like their 11th straight playoff appearance too. So that is, that's a pretty long streak. The good news though, Rockies are continuing to be playoff disruptors, but of course they can't do anything to affect the Dodgers. So that next homestand, the next homestand we have here at Coors Field kicks off with the Dodgers, also a doubleheader, but those games just won't matter for anyone. Not for a damn person. Uh, let's see. Uh, with Cleveland's win today, the O's have officially clinched a postseason appearance, and they are neck and neck at the top of the American League East. So uh, that's fun for them. That is really fun for them. And um, our friend, friend of the pod, Danielle Allentuck, who now covers the Orioles for the Baltimore banner, she had tweeted out that the the guys who had survived the rebuild, the players who had survived the rebuild were all, the very few in between, were pretty excited that they clinched this postseason appearance because they have they finally did it. Um, uh, who told who told us we couldn't have an impact on the national west contention we are doing it we're doing it the padres are are they officially out of it or are they not officially out of it i actually don't know maybe they are they might as well be but that's where we're heading next we're gonna let's preview this series we don't have any we don't have any projected pitchers for the rocky side or the padres side so you know it's gonna be a good one (laughs) Just pick a guy, any guy, any guy at all. But we've got three in San Diego. We've got three more in Chicago after that. Um, San Diego. We have not been there since, I guess, opening weekend. Because we only do two trips out to East each division opponent now. So we saw San Diego at the beginning of the season. That's where the Rockies opened the 2023 season. Now we're heading back here at the end. Things, um, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. The Padres actually had some hope back then. Um, They're a disaster now. And I can say that because this is a podcast, not a news report. But also, I think I would say that on a news report. Um, But yeah, no uh, projected starters yet. But listen, listen, as we close out this show, let's talk about all the amazing things coming up here uh, with DNVR. I'm sure the Broncos postgame is happening literally right now. Their coverage has been amazing, though. Uh, Patrick will be back Monday at 1 o'clock to preview this uh, this Padres series. I'm, like, forgetting who we're facing because we keep facing the same teams over and over again. Um. I'll be back on Tuesday, though. I will be back on Tuesday. We are actually going to have a conversation with the Rockies' first-round draft pick. Ooh, mark your calendars. Um, And I think we'll hear from Nolan Jones. And I think we'll hear from end-of-season starter Noah Davis. We're going to have some good stuff for you. Uh, But we will be on Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter. Do not dare call it anything else if you go to twitter.com it still works i like freaking hate the world we live in um (laughs) all right follow us at dnvr underscore rockies tiff where can we follow you she doesn't have a mic she's tiff is it tiff underscore tano tiff with two f's underscore tano t-a-n-o 
Wow, no, you haven't had a mic this whole time. No. I just assumed that you got it. Got it. I just sound like I'm actually talking. To, there's no proof that I'm not talking to myself in a room right now. There's literally no, there's no evidence that I'm not just talking to myself. Um, uh, all right. Yeah. Follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what I like to say about closing out a show? What does she like to say? You know, th there's just no, there's no way to close out a show. I will, I will talk to you guys on Tuesday, but Patrick will talk to y'all on Monday. See you later.